Welcome to the Dr. Living Good Podcast, which exists to equip you with real health solutions to make health simple. Okay, in this video, I'm going to talk about how to stop bloating fast, the causes and 12 de-bloating tips. We're going to break it down right now. Bloating, distension of the stomach, gas, pressure in the gut, 16 to 31% of the general population suffers from it. Uh, I think maybe we've all had it sometime in our life. And I know it's just a very uncomfortable situation. It doesn't make you feel good or self-confident. Uh, and then it just can be miserable, especially when it comes to sleep. So let's go head to tail the causes and some simple tips that you can be doing right now to help de-bloat yourself. First thing I wanna start with is your head. And stress levels, this one, it can be kind of obvious, but not intuitive for a lot of people, creates inflammation in the body, creates inflammation in the abdomen, and that leads to bloating. So if you are suffering, suffering with a lot of stress levels, I would start there for your bloating issues, finding ways to decrease stress. This could be as simple as our one minute breathing exercises to help decrease it, of taking adaptogenic herbs like ashwagandha or roleola, or getting little brain breaks throughout the day. So starting with the head first. Then we just move our way down. The second area to focus that creates bloating is what goes in your mouth. The number one cause of bloating would be processed foods. So smaller portions of food, try curbing your consumption. If you're dealing with it, you do eat a lot of processed foods, that's where to start. You may even incorporate in fasting, and you could start with intermittent fasting, where you're taking a um, time off from eating, 16 to 18 hours a day, and only eating during around a six hour window. This also, when you clean up your processed foods and you start cleaning up your nutrition, you also get rid of the food irritants like gluten that may be driving a bloating issue in the first place. Number three can be vegetables. Vegetables are good for us, but some people have issues with the fiber depending on where their problem of bloating happens. So if you find when you eat vegetables, you get more bloating, you might wanna back off of those, especially the cruciferous ones, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, those may be something to eliminate. Fourth thing to consider in your diet of what goes in your mouth to prevent bloating and stop it for you is fiber. Now it can help with constipation. So if it is helping you with constipation, that's great. But if it is causing you to bloat, we're going to get into that in a moment of why that may be. The amount of fiber that goes in starts to ferment in the small intestine or the lower intestine. And this can come from fruits, it can come from grains, it can come from beans. So some of these foods can be healthy still, but they may be too much fiber. So you might wanna go in a little bit of a fiber fast for two to three weeks to see if that will cut out your constipate or your um, bloating in the first place. Number five is dairy. Many are lactose intolerant or lactose sensitive maybe be more so. So the more sour cream or cheese or milk or half and half that you put into your body, that is a higher propensity to cause bloating. So dairy is another one to cut. And then finally for foods going into the mouse, number six, sugar alcohols. Xylitol, sorbitol, maltitol, these can irritate the gut. Even stevia in some scenarios can stir the gut up, create bloating in your system, feed the bacteria that you don't want fed. So you may try eliminating those to get rid of the bloating. Now let's move further down the chain. So we've talked about the stress levels. We've talked about what you're putting in your mouth and five foods you can try eliminating to get rid of the bloating. Number seven is going to be your stomach. The stomach itself can have very low acid. Uh, this comes from the HCL in the stomach. So if your bloating is associated with reflux or GERD 
or some kind of discomfort in the stomach area, maybe pain or maybe cramping, then that might be a sign that, hey, I'm getting this bloating, but I'm also getting this stomach issue. You may be producing not enough acid. So I would simply add a betaine HCL. There's a link below for some resources on that of how you can get it into your GI to support it. Putting proper uh, betaine HCL in will give your stomach the acid that it needs. You may also try drinking apple cider vinegar. Another really good one that I love, helps lower insulin levels, but it will support breaking down those foods inside of the stomach. Moving lower, number eight, could be the liver or gallbladder that's creating problems for you, especially if you don't have a gallbladder. If you find yourself belching a lot with the bloating, uh, maybe some pain or tenderness, and you can actually palpate this under the rib cage, if it is painful or tender under there, then we wanna support the liver, wanna support the bile. And you do this through bile salts, you do this through ox bile, especially if you don't have a gallbladder. I see a lot of people clinically with this issue. Simply supplementing in a substitute for bile will help that gallbladder function, take some stress off of the liver, and that would eliminate or decrease the bloating if you have some of those symptoms. So ox bile is what you wanna look for. There's resources below on that. Next, moving down to the small intestine. So number nine is the small intestine. So we're just working our way all the way from mouth to tail. In the small intestine, what will start to happen is that you may not be breaking your food down properly. This is the you know feet and feet and feet of uh, many feet of digestive tract that you have that's breaking that nutrient down, helping to absorb the nutrients that it needs. And if you don't have enough enzymes in the small intestine, you can't break the food down. So you may see this show up in your bowel movements. The bowel movements may be fatty, uh, meaning that they float and you're not digesting them enough. Um, you may have you know, abnormal bowel movements than what you would normally have when it comes to consistency, when it comes to regularity. And you're just simply not digesting your food, specifically the fats. If that's the case, you wanna add in some digestive enzymes. Uh, papaya and pineapple are good sources of digestive enzymes. You can also take digestive enzymes to support the GI support, which is part of the um, resources we have below. And then number uh, 10, if we move a little bit further uh, into the small intestine, you can also get bacterial overgrowth in there. So the bacteria are putting off a fermentation process. They're eating and their waste is like fermentation in the gut and that creates that extra air. So if you feel like kind of a lot of gassiness going on in the lower area, that's what's creating to the bloating. Think opening a carbonated beverage, right? That it's bubbling up. That's what the bacteria are doing as they're eating. So this is small intestine bacterial overgrowth. Now there is bacteria in your small intestine, there should be, but much of it moves up from the large intestine. The wrong bacteria are in the place that it should not be and the food is fermenting too early. It's fermenting in the small intestine. So if you eat fiber, vegetables, fruits, beans, and you feel worse after eating those foods, certainly you can remove those foods like we talked about above, but that might be a warning sign that you have issues of bacterial overgrowth in your small intestine. Likewise, if you take a probiotic and it makes you more bloated or you feel worse, that might be an issue with the small intestine. Now, um, certain prebiotics and postbiotics are gonna help this condition as well as specific probiotics. Um, however, you've gotta be very specific on which type you take, but if any of those foods irritate it, then I would back off the fibers, I would back off the sources of the probiotic that you are taking so that your gut can heal. You can also use some certain specific herbs to help sort of detox, maybe uh, yeast has gotten out of hand in there, maybe there's other microorganisms involved, you maybe need to do a microbe cleanse. Now, 
Number 11, if we move a little bit further, we go into the large intestine. Now, if you feel better, the opposite, when you're taking fermented foods, if you feel better when you're taking a probiotic or a prebiotic or a postbiotic, then more than likely you're having colon issues going on and it's making you more regular. So if you take those fermented foods, you take the fiber, you take the probiotics, and it helps move your bowels along, and that feels better, and you don't feel so descended, and you don't feel so bloated, then it's a, it's a large intestine issue. And that gas moves on, that buildup of waste moves on. Now to enhance this a little bit, you may try to add some peppermint in, peppermint tea or peppermint oil, also very good for that lower intestine. Or of course the fibers, magnesiums, to help move the large intestine, the colon, on. Number 12 and final tip for uh, decreasing and de-bloating the body is to help that whole digestive tract, also specifically the colon, by increasing your water intake. A lot of times we're not getting enough. It's going to help move the bowels. Um, I would avoid carbonated beverages just because that's going to create more of that fermentation in the gut area. And also uh, increase the water, slow down your eating. So I think adding water while you're eating, remembering to take some drinks in between will slow your eating pace down so you don't take in so much air, as well as really get the liquid in there needed to move everything along, especially in the large intestine area. So there are your top 12 ways to de-bloat. If this was helpful for you, I'd love to hear comments below, like uh, and follow, and I'll be continuing to give you more uh, videos to make health simple. And there's some resources right here to help you on your next step in experiencing real health because you are the solution. Hey, it's Dr. Livingett here. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me to please leave a positive rating and a review. That way we can continue to get this message out to help people all over the world experience real health. See you next time.